Stephen Faust here with my good friend, Michael Tanner. And before we get started in the episode, I just want to encourage you to go to the website, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a shiny five-star review. Michael and I bring to you each week a different aspect of our online business, the struggles we're facing, and how we are overcoming them. With that, let's get started with today's episode. Michael Tanner, Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing this week, sir? Man, Stephen, I'm doing great. But we got to talk about, before we even talk about the weather, we got to talk about the milestone that we've just hit with the podcast. Uh-oh. This is episode 100. <laughs> I was just telling you, I've got to find a way to use my buttons on my Roadcaster Pro. I knew you would. And I, I love it that you, you baited me right into that. But but you're absolutely right. 100 episodes. I I can't believe that we've been doing this for 99 prior episodes. And the most, the one of the things that really sticks out to me, Michael, is the fact that with the exception of I think I counted three times, we have not right. missed a week. We have yeah, not. that's that's my recollection as well. I think we've missed uh, about three weeks uh, for various reasons. Uh, but other than that, we've been consistent. Now we've hit a 100 milestone. Uh, and I think we're here uh, because you and I have talked about this a number of times on the podcast, but I think we're here just because doing this is therapeutic and helpful for us both. Uh, and I hope it's helpful for the listener as well. Well, it's a train wreck. We we talk about it being a train wreck. <laughs> we talk about, you know, being eyewitness to a, a complete collision of our online businesses at times. And, and you and I, especially me, have lived up to that expectation. It's been yes, it's yes. been messy and it's been like making sausage, but through that process, through these 99 prior episodes with you, I tell you it's it's been insightful. I've learned a ton and just being able to come together with you on a weekly basis and talk through things that we're working on, things that we're thinking about, challenges that we face and opportunities that we're working to grasp. It's helped me immensely as much talking about my own challenges and my own things I'm working on. But to hear you talk about yours and how that applies to me has been absolutely uh, awesome for me. And I, I just, again, 99 episodes in the books, 100 right now. I just want to thank you. Can't thank you enough for just being my partner and co-host in this journey. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. And I, and I think uh, it's fitting that what we're doing here with episode number 100 is we're kind of expanding in this episode that therapeutic nature of of the podcast that we have and that we've decided that to celebrate this 100, we're going to invite a third person into the podcast. So why don't you introduce who that is that we're bringing into the podcast? I'll do that. Let me me do this, though. You know, we broke Uh under 100 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, believe? that's right. I forgot. We, we were going to talk about that. Yeah, we that's a milestone do. for you guys as well. Oh, my sure. gosh. It, it is beautiful. Digits now. It is beautiful. I'm looking out my window here in Chandler. It's sunny skies. It's 87 degrees. It is a gorgeous time of year. This is why this is why I live here. I pay the, the price during the summer to enjoy <laughs> the rest of the year. And, you, and you're always up and down in Atlanta. I just know it's sticky. Well, we're 
we're we're nice in 77 right now. I mean, it is it is wonderful fall weather, right? Our leaves are going to start changing here in the next couple of weeks, especially up in the North Georgia hills. I won't call them mountains because everybody jokes when I call them mountains. But up in the North Georgia hills, uh, we'll have some uh, yellow and red and, and orange leaves here in a couple of weeks. So the weather is beautiful right now. Man, that that's awesome. And and I'll I'll introduce I'll introduce our guest here in just a second. But today I thought we would talk about and you and I discussed the entire thought process around our mastermind. We talk almost well. It's not every episode, but pretty regularly. We talk about the value of a mastermind. We talk about our own experience in a mastermind. We challenge our listeners out there to, if you don't do anything else in your online business, at least get into a group of people who see the world through a certain lens that you see it. That way you can effectively bounce all ideas off each other, challenge each other, support each other, encourage each other. And what this podcast does is brings a little bit of that mastermind feel into a open forum, the train wreck that we call it at times that they get to, they get to see, but we talk about how important that is. And for you and I, the mastermind that we have started in, I believe it was 2019. It was the summer of 2019. I think it was, uh, it was, it was June, July timeframe. We had met um, uh, through uh, Cliff Ravenscraft through uh, you listening to a podcast, me being on being on a podcast and visiting him, and I tell you, it it brought us together. We realized very quickly that we had some very clear common ways of looking at things, both in leadership and trying to start our online businesses. We just started to meet weekly and say, you know what, let's talk about this, and we formed our own mastermind, our two person mastermind, and we did that for several yep. months and. I don't know who said it, you or me or how it came up, but it we started talking about bringing in a third person to give us some different perspective, to give us a different point of view, to have a different voice into things that we were working on. And we um, uh, came across some different names and looked at some different things, but we ultimately invited our guest, our special guest today. And people may not know her per se yet, but let me tell you, they've heard about her because you yes. and I have mentioned her name and she's yes. in the green room right now, but it, it, we have mentioned her name at least 20 or 30 times in this podcast where we've uh, referred to our mastermind and our good friend. And I just want to welcome her to the podcast today to give a little perspective on her, her background, her experience, her involvement in the mastermind, what it's done, all the good stuff. I figured we would unpack that. So without further ado, I just want to welcome to the mass to, to the master. Is this, this is actually our mastermind meeting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we could just yeah. have our mastermind. Group this right is kind of a mastermind meeting, yes. but I'd like to welcome <laughs> Heather, Dr. Heather Walker to the podcast. Heather, how are you doing today? Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for allowing me to... <laughs> To grace your wonderful podcast. You just I'm, raised I'm the well. quality and class of our podcast. I could tell you because Michael, <laughs> Michael and I, you know, we're not, we're not uh, big in the class department just by ourselves. Yes. <laughs> well, we all need some help every once in a while, right? Yeah. And you, you've you definitely know, brought you know, that. Heather, it, you know, Heather, it was initially that PhD that, that uh, convinced uh, Stephen and I, we needed to bring you into the mastermind group because we needed some credibility in the group. So, uh, yeah, that I've PhD been definitely helps you. About that, you yeah, know? That, 
<laughs> yeah, that PhD like, definitely helped you. I'm not really sure how you found me. And you know, I don't know. How I'm did we find her, wondering. Michael? How did we do that? Um, if I recall correctly, you and I connected on LinkedIn somehow. I don't remember what why we did, but we connected on LinkedIn. We talked for a few minutes. Um, and I think at one time we were talking about actually you conducting one of your surveys uh, in my day job. Um, now, I don't think right. that panned out, but I think nope. just as a part of those conversations, um, I guess somehow I picked up on the fact that you might be interested in a mastermind group as well. So the next time Stephen and I met, I, I said, hey, I, I met this person and she's got a PhD, so she's got to be smart. Yeah. And uh, so we, <laughs> we invited her in. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's right, the way right. it happens. So, so I'm here because I'm a poor sales person, people. <laughs> you know, I remember, I remember you reaching out to me and saying, yeah, I have, I have a person, because we were already talking about bringing someone in and trying to find right, somebody that would right. be a good compliment. And you said, oh, I, I found someone and I'm going to, and you, I think you said, I don't know. Did, did you and I talk, Heather, before you joined? I, I think we did. We did. Yeah. We did. And yeah. you, you gave me the, if, I, I don't know if people are going to get this reference, but you know, when you're young and you're dating and you bring your, 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 I'm a lady, so I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> you bring your dude home and then your dad takes the guy out and he, and at least my dad was like this. He, he he takes the guy out and he's like, come on, we're going to go for a walk. And then he grills the guy about his intentions oh and Oof. all this stuff. <laughs> and it's like a really serious conversation. It's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what my intentions are. I'm like a kid. And, and <laughs> what are your intentions? The movies. Right. So it was, it was a conversation. Like it felt like that, like this is a serious mastermind and we meet every Sunday at 7 PM sharp. And we don't miss any meetings. And if you're going to join this mastermind, you need to get oh, with the program. Awesome. So we use we use scare <laughs> tactics. Do you see scare <laughs> tactics work? It, you know, in, in a serious note, though, one of the things that Michael and I've talked about, and I've seen this in other masterminds, and I've been through some mastermind training in the past that really emphasize this. So I, I may have went a little bit overboard on it, Heather, but but one of the things <laughs> that I've I've seen and, and read about is how masterminds come together sometimes haphazardly. And then the people that get into them don't make it a priority in their life. They don't make it a commitment. And then it becomes, then it becomes, you know, uh, you know, Michael misses a week, then I miss a week, then you miss a week, then none of us are together. And then it's kind of, well, you know, I'm going to dinner tonight and, you know, I, I'm outside, I'm, I'm hanging out by the pool. I don't have time to come in. It, it's about really, in, in anyone out there, if you're going to be in a mastermind, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's got to be the most important thing in your life, obviously families and kids and all these other things, but it's got to be a priority in your life. Because if you're not willing and committed to come in on a consistent basis and support the team, support the group, then you're just not ready to be in a mastermind. You're just not at the right place. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you might mm -hmm. not be in the in the mindset or the place in your life or in your business where that's going to be a, a top priority. And, and that was really important to me. Um, and apparently that, that was something that uh, came across because uh, I, I had everything, but the <laughs> spotlight, the spotlight on Heather's, 
head. So I apologize a year and a half, two years, whatever it is later. I probably went a little overboard, but you know what? It worked out great. Don't apologize. Uh, I remember, so I've, I've been talking about getting into a mastermind group and wanting to get into one for years, years way before I met you all. And wanting to, to meet a group of like-minded people who could hold me accountable, we could support each other, all that stuff. But when you're faced with the reality of that, I remember I, after our conversation, I talked to my husband and I was like, these guys are serious. Like one of them's an ex-Marine and the other one's been, you know, like they're both in the military and they're serious about this being on time stuff. And every week, it's a lot. <laughs> it's like a Sunday night every single week. And I don't know if I'm really ready for that. I'm working a lot and I've got a kid and I don't know, but I, this is exactly what I said I wanted. So am I going to line my behavior up with, with what I said my intention was? And I said, yes, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try. And two years later, we're, we're still meeting and up until recently, when we moved to Wednesdays, Wednesdays, a little bit dicey, but Sunday night. Oh man, we just, we were consistent. We didn't miss a Sunday. Like that was sacred time. And I remember just waking up one day and going, wow, I I think, I think these guys are my friends. Like we, (laughs) we meet all the time and it's not just a meeting, but we actually care about each other. We care about the ups and downs and all of those things. And that's really, that's been cool to see. Well, you know, I, I think, well, Heather, first of all, I, I'm glad after all the grilling that, uh, that Stephen put you through and, and, and the discussion with your husband, I'm, I'm glad you, you decided to accept our invitation into the, into the group because you've been a phenomenal attribute to the group. Uh, but I thought it would be really good to, that we, we, we've already kind of started to talk about it a little bit, but what are the, what are the good things about being in the master? What are the benefits? What have, what what has uh, been good about being in the mastermind? And I thought we could just kind of go around and and all share some of those aspects so that we can convince these listeners that that haven't jumped into a mastermind to make that commitment that you were just talking about, Heather. Um, so who who wants to go first? Who wants to? Hey, here's what I like about our mastermind group. I'll go. All right, Since shoot. I'm- I'm your guest. I'll go. Shoot. <laughs> I'm sure they've heard enough from you both. Um, so I, for me, it's really important to have a group that supports you because being an entrepreneur can be a really isolating experience. And you go out there and your people ask you what you do, what you do for a living and, and all of that. And, and, you know, it can get a little bit kind of weird sometimes when you're talking to people about what you do. And and as an entrepreneur, you don't have one job. You've got like 10 jobs. You wear all the hats. Uh, So -hmm. it can be hard to explain that. And it's nice to have a group that can bounce ideas off of, they get where you are. And it's not like you're putting all of the pressure on your significant other or on your friend circle or anything like that. Like, this group is specifically designed to help you grow in your business, which is really cool. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with that more, Heather. And and I think uh, that's one of the things that brings me a lot of just self-confidence is, is knowing that you guys, and, and, it, and it aligns with what, you know, Stephen was grilling you about, about, hey, we're committed to this thing. Um, it's so comforting to me to know that you two are equally committed 
to my success as I am to your success, right? I mean, when we get together and and it's uh, and it's uh, my hot seat, I know you guys are all in. I mean, you're focused, you're dedicated to it, uh, and you're going to be there to to help me any way that you can. Uh, that's a huge benefit of of being in a mastermind. I, I totally agree with you there, Stephen. You you got one? Yeah, and to me, it's it's doing this with someone else. It's I look around where I'm at and. I don't see anybody quite like me doing what I'm doing. And, and you know, I, I know all the day job people. I know the people that go to work. Uh, you know, it's, it's, thank God it's Friday. Oh God, it's Monday kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they just don't see the world through the same filter as I do. And they're not trying or intending to go do something outside of what their nine to five is. So it's hard it's hard to find people that you can relate to and being in a place like this where geography doesn't matter. You're in Atlanta and Heather's in Austin and I'm in Phoenix and it's like we are next door to each other here on Zoom, but it just we've it removes the barriers and excuses to to finding solutions to the challenges that we face, specific challenges that we face in online business, not, you know, you're running a donut shop, Michael and Heather's, you know, uh, uh, in a car dealership and I'm in aerospace and, you know, no, we're, we are all trying to, although different, although we have different niches specifically, we are all doing this, establishing what our life uh, will be creating the life that we want and doing it in a way that we are in charge of and we get to call the shots. And unless you work with people and talk with people who are in a similar place and are trying to get to that place, there's a, a lot to be you know, left that goes unsolved. And, and for me, coming together in this group has really allowed me to focus on uh, kind of commiserating when I need to commiserate, get support when I need to get support, and just recognize that we are all in this, not competing with each other, but supporting and encouraging each other to get to some place that is, although niches are different, very similar in what we're trying to to create for ourselves. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. I, I think one of the things that I think is such a benefit for me anyway in this mastermind group is just the consistency of it. Uh, We've talked about how we're all committed to it. We've been uh, almost, uh, uh, you know, ritualistic about meeting. And initially we were meeting on Sundays. Now we're meeting on Wednesdays. Uh, And uh, that routine for me has been a great benefit. I I agree with everything both of you said. Uh, I love the fact that we're together and we're all committed to one another's success. I, I love the fact that we uh, are doing similar things and therefore similar challenges and, and, and uh, similar uh, solutions and all that. But an additional benefit for me is just the consistency of it because what that provides for me, it provides a constant activity and growth for me inside of my business. I mean, because at the moment it's a side gig, it's very, very easy for me to say, oh, well, I, you know, I don't want to 
spend the extra time in the evening to work on the business today, or I want to do something else, you know, and, and before I know it, I've a week has gone by and I haven't done anything. But what that would mean is I've got to now get in front of you guys in the mastermind group and say, Hey guys, I didn't do anything this week. And, you know, I just been lazy about it or whatever. And, and I just, I, right. It, it's accountability a little bit as well. Right. But the consistency in it and the accountability in it for me, those are huge benefits of, of, uh, of the three of us getting together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And I know we didn't do this, but I, I want to circle back to Heather here and Heather talk a little bit about what your niche is, what you do, what you bring, uh, kind of unique to you? Because I know you do some pretty cool stuff and you're a podcaster in your own right and you have a pretty cool show. So tell tell the audience, tell the listeners kind of a, a little bit about you, your background, what your niche is, some of the things you're working on. That's like 10 questions. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to remember at least one of them. Okay. Uh, so, so everyone, I'm an organizational psychologist I like to say that I study people in their natural habitats at work. And really, my focus is on how do we help people feel motivated, feel valued and appreciated, engaged, excited to come to work. That is so important because we spend the best hours of our lives, our waking hours at work. And I don't know about you, but for me, it, it, it used to be, you know, I'd wake up at like six, seven, get ready for an hour, drive an hour to work. And then I spend nine hours there, right? Including lunch, drive an hour back home. I make dinner for my family and put the kids to bed. And then I have like one hour left to spend with my husband. And we watch a TV show, some trashy TV show. And then we go to bed. So I'm not even kidding when I say you spend the best hours of your lives at work. So as an organizational psychologist, we're, we're all about finding ways to make that time better for you and then also uh, better for the company as well. So finding that fit. And my organization is called Lead with Levity because honestly, I want to help people maximize joy at work. And I do have a podcast of the same name. So if you are interested in hearing more, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Just check it out. We're available wherever you get your podcast. That is Lead with Levity. And my business, uh, I, I do a lot right now in my business, and I'm, I'm constantly working to refine all of that. But I consult with leaders, and I help them understand what they need to help their people feel healthy, happy, and whole at work. I do that through leadership training, through assessments and surveys. So yes, I am that person behind the computer who sends you that survey to say, how happy are you about your job? And then you're like, oh, another survey, why? Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, also also through some other things. So so like training and change management, consulting and, and things like that. But I have a lot of different tools in my toolkit, uh, but you know, ultimately, it's all designed to improve the work experience. And, and let me just translate what Heather just said, y'all. Uh, and <laughs> and I, this is, you know, you're from the South, uh, Michael, so uh, this this will resonate with you. What Heather said 
well, at least what I heard was she's a whole lot smarter than Michael and I. <laughs> I, my God! Well, we already established that. that. I feel like yeah, I owe you a. I that. feel like I owe you a copay just for saying all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now we're Is any big words. I no know, words. but they were so she, intelligent. <laughs> I heard her throw out a y'all earlier. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm owning the y'all. But I'm starting <laughs> to do that because I have an international audience with my podcast and. For the longest time, because I live in Texas, but I was born in New York, all my family is mm -hmm. in New York. They they kind of, you know, they poked fun growing up about the y'all. And so I stopped. I was like, OK, no, no Texas accent. We're shutting that down right now. <laughs> but, you know, now I've got I've got this audience and people have been telling me to lean into it. And yeah, so you just got to. Yeah, you got to embrace it. You just got to. Yeah, you just got to yeah. be you. I, I mean, me trying to hide the Southern accent, it's just, it's not going to happen. It, you know, my husband told me something. He shared a statistic with me yesterday and y'all are going to have to tell me if this is true. Cause I was like, I don't believe it. Uh, he said that there was a study that was done, a survey, uh, and they were trying to figure out, you know, what is the sexiest accent out there? And apparently the Texas accent was named the sexiest accent. And I really? said, no. I said, did they send that survey just to Texans? Like, no, I don't <laughs> believe that. <laughs> but uh, he, he, that's what he believes. So um, I'm going to let well, him live I, in that world. I heard it was a Southern accent. I, I heard it was a Georgia Southern accent. I kind of like, I maybe think, I was looking yeah, at it. Maybe, maybe I was looking at a different study. I don't know. I like <laughs> the Australian accent. It, it just sounds cool to me. I don't really? know. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if sexy is the right word. It just sounds really cool. <laughs> you know, if there was an accent cool. I would like to learn, it would be an Australian accent. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to voice school just for, just for that. But, uh, it, You're I start you, doing audio books in, in that's an Australian right. accent. And we know, I'm, like I, I like and we know I'm working on an audio book project. I think we've that's mentioned right. that, that's uh, right. but yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. And you know, what I love about you, Heather is, is Michael and I are these, are these ex-military guys, right? So we're these ex-military guys clearly focused on punctuality and all the things that, that uh, have come out. But the thing I love, one of the, th I love a lot of things about you, but one particular thing I love is the fact that you bring a different perspective I'm talking about you're you're a, you're a lady, you're a woman. We're two kind of ex-military dudes. You you make us a little more refined, I'll say. Uh, and you bring out you know just a different perspective on so many topics that my hard-headed thinking and and my tunnel vision doesn't always allow me to to broaden my blind my my blinders a little bit. And you you bring a, a really sensible approach to it. And that's what I, one of the things I love about you being in our group and I would, you know, ask everybody out there when you're putting a mastermind together, make sure you bring in these different points of views. If you just have a group of people identical to you, then you're not going to get a lot of different perspectives. You're going to get a lot about what you would say when you look in the mirror and uh, it, you've got to bring different points of view, different perspectives you got to bring uh, just, you know, having a, having a woman like you, Heather, in our group, it's doing what you're doing. You really make me think differently. And that's something that 
it's an unintended, maybe, maybe it's intentional, unintended kind of benefit that I've gotten out of this that I didn't necessarily expect. So that's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's the beauty of, you know, diversity. And I, I, I'm always looking for ways to pick people's brains, you know, and I, I think it's really cool that again, we're coming from different corners of the U S and well, maybe, maybe not you so much, Steven, you're not in a corner. Uh, <laughs> I'm originally from Florida now, so I'm, I'm kind of from the South. Florida is not the South. I don't think that's, that's not, the, no, that's not the not. South. That's no, beyond the deep South and not the South, but. Uh, okay. I'm going to use a different word. We're yeah. coming from different points. There you go. Around the U S <laughs> I think We're normally if we all went through life together, if we all went through life, there's a great chance that none of us would ever meet, nor even if we were in a room together at some point, the, just the nature of our personalities and backgrounds and things, we might not ever have a, a conversation. So. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and we're at different stages of life as well. And I think it's yep. so cool that you guys, you, your family guys, and that's something that's really important to me. I, so mm -hmm. I think when you're looking for a mastermind group, you also want to make sure that there's a good fit when you're thinking about value systems, when you're thinking about morality, when you're thinking about all of that stuff. So I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to attach myself to a group of people that is doing things that I don't, I don't believe in, or I don't feel good about because you really are what is it, the average or something like that of the five people around you, the five closest people to you. So if, right. if those people are in your ear and they are, they're feeding you all of this information and, and, and shaping your views, you want to make sure that those are people you look up to. And I certainly look up yeah. to Stephen and, and Michael. That's really important to me. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with both of you guys. And I would say, I think you would agree with me that that is such a delicate balance to try to, to walk that, that diversity, right? Yeah. We've all got these different backgrounds and, and we have these different experiences through, through life. And, and so we're going to have different perspectives on topics and challenges. And, and, and so that diversity is great, but then that has to be counterbalanced with, uh, this this alignment, as you talked about, Heather, this alignment on values and morality mm -hmm. and and things like that, and that that can be such a tricky balance to to walk. And that's one of the benefits of I think of the three of us in this group is that we we're we're very much on that balance. Uh, but it's uh, it's not difficult to you know put a, put together a group of people that you just don't feel as balanced with uh, either in uh, uh, your, your, you know, the, the values that, uh, that you might espouse or, uh, on the other extreme, the, um, you know, you're just not, uh, uh, you're not from a diversity standpoint, you're just too abstract from one another. Right. Uh, but it's right. a really tricky balance. And I think the three of us have walked that balance really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I would say also that masterminds like ours, and with us specifically, they're not without their challenges, right? I mean, we've, of course, we've, you know, we've, we've had our ups and downs. And one of the things I know that we did, I don't know if it was a year ago, it, it kind of feels like a year ago. I know it was pre COVID, 
that um, we explored bringing someone else into our mastermind group, right? So just like you and I started, Michael, we got to a point, it's like, okay, now we're ready to, to kind of get a different perspective. Brought Heather in. It's been fantastic. Go through another six or eight months, whatever it was, uh, and said, okay, um, kind of getting the, the, the sense that maybe we need to bring a, a fourth person on. And we ultimately did. And uh, it didn't work out probably like we thought or hoped, but I would just say out there to, to folks that it, that's probably going to happen, right? You're going to be faced. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot what drove me to maybe have the, have the type of discussion you and I had, Heather, at the beginning was I was being overprotective of what I hoped that we would create and not knowing, not having been in many mastermind groups or ones that I was kind of on the front end of kind of helping get started. It's, I was, I was trying to create the outcome that I wanted and, and it worked out really well. And now we said, okay, let's expand this thing. Let's bring another perspective in. And, uh, we tried that and, and Michael give, give some of the, maybe some of the, the highlights, lowlights, and some of the ways we work through that. Cause that, that'll probably help people out as they put their groups together. And I would yeah, also I, like to know if that person got the same grilling that I did. <laughs> actually, that person did because I had yes. a call with that person very much so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Just checking. Yeah, Just checking. Got the same fatherly uh, conversation. Um, I, I think from both of us, actually, yeah. uh, it was the way that played out. Um, but yeah, you, you're right, Stephen. I mean, the more the merrier, right? So we, we're, we're three great uh individuals here that make up a great mastermind group and uh okay well let's let's add a fourth and 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 i don't even remember the circumstances that brought this person uh into our group but uh, um i know that like you were just saying we we tried to do the upfront work to ensure that there was going to be that alignment that we were just talking about right sure there was the diversity coming in there but is it is there the same level of you know values and so forth uh, and we just have to recognize, I, I remember, I think I said it actually into the group uh, as we first started getting together, we all have to be adults here. And if, if it ever comes to the situation where, um, we're just not aligned or, the, or, or if it, if it gets to the point where getting together is not something we look forward to then we've got to be adult enough to have a conver- the hard conversation around that as to, well, why, why do we not look forward to getting together in these meetings? Uh, and, uh, and if that means we have to go our separate ways, um, then, then we'll make that decision as adults and, and we'll leave as friends and, and so forth. And, and that's ultimately what we had. I, like you say, Stephen, uh, adding that fourth, uh, that certainly didn't last as long as I had hoped it would in the beginning. Um, but I think it was necessary, again, as you were saying, to to protect what we have here, right? Um, because uh, that's what's uh, that's what we got to do. We got to protect the culture of this uh, mastermind group in this alignment that we have. Well, I think the big challenge, as well as when you're thinking about the members and you're bringing people on board, everyone has to sort of be aligned to the purpose of the mastermind and. I think for us, there, there was a misalignment there, just looking back like, okay, what are you, what are you looking to get out of the mastermind? I know for me, 
obviously support is something that's really important. Accountability is important. Um, but, and there are certain masterminds where you're paying into it and you're expecting a certain amount of financial, uh, I don't, I don't know, bartering or whatever back out of it. You're expecting certain things from this mastermind that, you know, our mastermind isn't necessarily going to, to line up with that. So I, I think it's really important to, to think about those things too. And, and I don't know if I articulated that well. Uh, Stephen is going to follow up with a really good. good explanation of what I just said. I'm sure. <laughs> well, if you did, if you didn't articulate that well, then you fit right in with the right. podcast here. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I I feel disappointed because I feel like I missed something. And the thing is, is you, you can sit back and wonder what it could be, or you could do it and decide if it's working or not. And then I think going into it. And if, if I was, I don't know if I'd do anything differently other than I think we were pretty clear. And I know you were clear, Michael, that if, if things, if things aren't seeming to be good, then let's all be adults and just acknowledge it. And I got to admit, it made me very uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. It, it kind of felt, um, uh, just, you know, oh, that this is, and to your point, I didn't look forward to coming there a few times. Mm-hmm. I didn't look forward to it. And uh, I, it's like, man, how do we, how do we get out of this with some grace? And you drew the short straw to, to have that conversation. And there were only short straws and you drew first. So, (laughs) but that's, that's the origin story of how Michael emerged as the leader of our group. That's right. Yeah, I guess so. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I get the short straw. That's yeah, <laughs> but but he's a former Marine. I'm an ex Army guy, so there's a difference there. When you're former versus ex, uh, there's yeah. a there's a different level of accountability that comes with that. But you know, M- Michael had the conversation, and uh, the thing is, is is it got handled head head on, straight on, and I think there was some initial, um, you know, friction around it. But it all worked out, and we wish that person nothing but the best. We don't have any any uh, any bad ill wills or anything. It just wasn't a good fit for our group, and that person, right. I'm sure, recognized that too, and 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 came to that conclusion. So it's about it's about when you have when you when you have a, a thought of expanding your group, don't be afraid to do it, but also be ready to address it. If it doesn't go as intended, that doesn't mean you have one meeting and it doesn't go well and you throw the baby out with the bathwater. That means give it a chance, have the conversations, because if you can't be open, transparent and completely uh, honest with each other inside of your mastermind group, then it's really not going to serve its intended purpose. We, We are willing to share intimate secrets about our lives, about our families, about our jobs, about our struggles, about our vulnerabilities, uh, all of that. And you've got to feel comfortable and it, it just doesn't create itself just by itself. It takes trust. And you teach this, Michael, it takes trust and being vulnerable and, and knowing that, knowing that there's this this sense of uh, responsibility you have to each other in the group. And if you don't have it, you, you address it and you move forward and try to find someone that'll fit well. And then I would also recommend, you know, four, five, six people, probably a good size. If you have 10, you know, we're getting big and it's hard to, 
hard mm-hmm. to keep track of all that and really have deep relationships. So it's, I don't know if there's a right or wrong number. It's just, you know, when it feels like it's getting too big, it probably is. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Stephen. I, I don't know what the number is. I, I just look at it from a standpoint of, I have to be energized and motivated and, and looking forward to the mastermind meeting on a regular basis. Now, look, all of us have a bad day occasionally, and it, we kind of drag ourselves into this meeting, but I'm always at the end of the meeting, I'm always glad that I came even when you know, I was having a bad day, but you, it's just something you've got to protect because if it gets to that, that state where you don't look forward to meeting, well, then the whole thing's going to fall apart if you just let that stay the course, right? And so you've got to you've got to fix that. Uh, otherwise, you won't uh, you won't have any kind of longevity. That that's the reason we're recording episode number one hundred right now, is because you and I we've always looked forward to getting together and and talking about these topics. We talk about all the time how therapeutic that is for us, um, and so that's the reason we're recording episode number one hundred, and that's the reason. The three of us have been in a mastermind group now for what, two and a half years or, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And it brings it all home for me. And, and to your point about therapeutic and our mastermind group has been therapeutic for me. It's, it's helped me see life differently and, and realize what's really important at times, different mindsets that I'm in, different seasons that I get in. And when I get down on, I'm not getting any new members or I'm, I'm just not seeing any traction or I need, I need some, need some, uh, you know, acknowledgement or, or, uh, affirmation that, you know, buying those websites wasn't the dumbest thing somebody's ever done in the history of mankind and stuff like that, you know, just kind of the encouragement and, and the accountability you mentioned, Heather, and, and the support and then the encouragement, it all goes hand in hand. And one thing I'll say is the three of us have never over this, these couple of years, we've never physically literally met each other in person. I think I know uh, what Michael looks like from the shoulders up. And Heather made a comment last week to me <laughs> that as I stood up and threw something in the trash, he said, Oh, there's the rest of them. Like th- as if that's the first time we've seen, you know, I could be we've like, only seen each other yeah, from the shoulders. Up. Yeah, actually I'm three <laughs> right. feet. I'm, I'm four foot two. You know, you wouldn't know. Right. And so it's, it's when you get a chance to meet and we had, we had planned on meeting this year, some things came up that uh, schedule wise that prevented it. But one of the things we want to do in the future is, is get together at least once a year and our families and, and take this relationship that we have to another level of, of just face to face, breaking bread, introducing our families and just even getting a closer, tighter knit relationship. So as our businesses grow and our businesses have all evolved since we started, I, I came in with basically a lot of ideas and thoughts and nothing tangible. And Michael and I said for months and months and months, man, what is it going to be like to make that first dollar? What's it going to be like mm-hmm. to make that first, get that first client? And now we've all, uh, and since we started, Heather, you've left your full-time day job and are now full-time self-employed and, and Michael and I are still kind of doing the day job and not that we dislike it cause it's not bad, it, it's enjoyable, but we have a bigger calling in life. And, and, uh, now that we're getting some sales and we're beginning to get some clients and we're starting to see some movement in our businesses. I don't think any of that would have been possible for me had I not been in this group because it's, it's been kind of this, this, 
camaraderie and relationship that's allowed me to really focus differently. And uh, I've made I've made a lot of progress. I'm not nearly where I want to be, but I'm making steady, slow, crockpot like progress that by the time I am in a position to leave my full time day job, uh, it, it won't be OK. Now what? I will have built something up that I can pivot to as opposed to figure out what to do next. And that's been so rewarding to me to see just where I've been, you've been, where you've been, Heather, and see where we're at today and just thinking about what that means for where we can be here next week, next month, next year, five years from now. So to me, that's been just so rewarding to be a part of. Oh, I completely agree with you, especially when it comes to focus. I, you both have seen me chase after lots of shiny objects over the last couple of years. And it's something that I, I continue to do, <laughs> but I'm getting better, much, much better at staying focused thanks to this mastermind. And I've even caught myself just saying, no, that this, this is a squirrel moment. I'm not doing that. I got to stay focused. Um, if I want to build something, I, I need to actually sit down and build it. I can't just go chase after the next thing. And sometimes as entrepreneurs, you know, we feel like, oh, I, I have so many ideas, right? I, so many ideas. You want to go in so many different directions. You can't do it all, at least not with, with high fidelity. So you have to just kind of sit down and say, okay, let me build a base first, get my home base taken care of, and then we can launch out from there. And that's something that I, I don't know where I would be right now if I didn't have the mastermind helping me stay focused on that home base. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with both of you more. I, I mean, Stephen and I have talked about when we were back in that day and we were talking about what's it going to be like to make that first dollar. I am extremely confident that if it weren't for this group and the consistency and the support and the commitment of this group, I would still be in that state. What's it going to be like to make that first dollar? I, you know, I would be, yeah, maybe I would be still cranking out podcast episodes or blog articles or whatever, but I'm convinced I would still be struggling for what is that thing I can do that's going to, you know, convince someone to spend money in my leadership training. If it wasn't for this group, I, I think I would still be in that state. And that's, you know, ultimately that's the benefit that we have of being all committed to everyone's success, then we start to see that success from, uh, and, and all three of our businesses have grown. Uh, uh, and I think uh, as a result of us getting together on a consistent basis. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it couldn't be said better. It's, it's coming together. We all have a common goal, common purpose of, of doing things in our niches, supporting each other, and uh, I don't think it would have been possible for me, for sure, without this group. And Heather, before I kick it over to Michael, for him to button us up, as I like to say in our podcast, do you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts? Anything you want to pitch? Anything you want to put out there? Any, anything you want anyone to go look at? Um, whatever, whatever's on your mind, and then we'll kick it over to Michael. Well, I... I just want to encourage you, if you're out there thinking about starting a business or if you are in the midst of, you know, growing your business and, and just grinding, take some time for yourself because that's so important. 
And feel free to reach out to me if you're interested in finding out what you can do, obviously, to take care of the people in your business. You can reach me at uh, leadwithlevity.com or find me on LinkedIn. You know, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. So thank you. I really do appreciate you both for allowing me to be on this podcast episode with you. I'm excited that you've hit 100 because I'm not doing weekly. I'm doing bi-weekly for my sanity. And I think I'm at like <laughs> 60 right now. So I'm, I'm inching up there, but I'm not at a hundred yet. So I'm slightly jealous, but I'm also really, really proud and excited that you all are at a hundred. This is cool. Oh, thanks Heather. And the reason we're at a hundred is because our train wrecks never stop. Right. <laughs> Michael, I'd be like, Michael, let's get on and do a podcast episode. I messed this up. I goofed this up. What am I going to do? That's a, that's an episode. That's an episode. Let's go do mm-hmm. that. So, uh, we just try to be transparent. Thank you for your friendship. Yep. And, and I appreciate all that you do. And I look forward to our continued relationship and, in uh, episode 100 fashion, I'm going to kick it over to Michael to button this up, my friend. All right. Well, you you know, I've got to give the audience a call to action. And and if you didn't know what it was already, you got to find yourself a mastermind group. You got to get yourself into a mastermind group. You got to get yourself into a a group of people that are like-minded, that that has the balance of uh, diversity as well as alignment and values like we talked about. Uh, You got to find people that are equally committed to your success and and are, are, are willing to do the hard work with you to ensure that everyone in the group succeeds. So find yourself a mastermind uh, and build the relationships that that hopefully you're hearing that Stephen and Heather and I, uh, we have these close relationships uh, with one another now such that we can say that the difficult things to one another or we can push and challenge one another the way that we should be challenged. And, uh, and we can do that uh, knowing that it's coming from a, a good uh, relationship. So find yourself in one of those mastermind groups. Uh, and you may have to do like Stephen and I just find that first person, start with just two of you and let it grow from there. But you've got to find yourself in a mastermind group. Uh, and your other call to action, check us out online adventures in online business.com. As we've said a number of times, this is episode number 100. So you'll find the show notes there. And until Stephen and I speak to you again next time, Go build your business. Get after it.